Hey, hey, hey! How are we, beautiful people? Wow! I know that you're not here for me, you're here for James. We love James, coffee and a case note. He will be joining us shortly, and it's gonna be sick. It's gonna be absolutely sick. How's everyone's day been? I do crime and family. James does commercial litigation. Candice, great to see you. Kelly, James, James is coffee and a case note. Probably the most articulate lawyer on TikTok. Mr. Lolly, great to see you. I'm having a good day, man. To be honest, everyone, I'm in very good spirits. I've just settled a matter that I've been working on for three years for a Sultan's ransom, and my client is walking away a happy woman after a really difficult case. Mr. Lolly, my pleasure, man. Uh, you're very welcome. Very welcome, Mark. Yeah. Oh, you guys are kind. Gussick, good to see you. Does Lloyd pay well? Some days it does, and some days it doesn't. Thank you, Marshy, and thank you for your amazing idea. I will film it in a bit. Come on in, guys. Throw in some likes. Oh, invite Coffin, a case note. Invite him. The one, the only James Dapache Coffin, a note. He's connecting. How good is this? It's the future. Jahan, how are you? I'm well. It's, it's, <laughs> you're real. It's good to see you, James. How are you? <laughs> uh, Jahan, still... Still kicking. I should say the same about you. Someone was saying to me today that COVID was just a conspiracy and that the law didn't really apply. Um, and it sounded very, it sounded very convincing. So uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. I don't know what I don't know about you, but I have had the same conversation probably <laughs> forty times a day where I have to explain there the the, the biosecurity act is about totally something else. Mm. The constitution. It's the, the the public health orders don't challenge them. It's got nothing to do with anything. It's just so over and over again. Um, well, firstly, I welcome. It's so good to see you. Thank you. Um, now, is this on yours or is this on mine or do I come to you? How does it work, guys? If, if anyone's, a I think we're doing it. I, I think we're doing it, aren't we? We're here. It's happening. We're here. It's happening. Yeah, guys, I'm, I'm knocking over Lego. I don't know if you're Sorry? on my channel or, or, or you're on your channel, but oh, it's on my channel. Okay. Well, yeah, follow James. James is coffee in a case note. Now, what James does is he takes complicated commercial litigation cases, breaks them down into very easy chunks, makes makes commercial litigation understandable, which is amazing because I can't do it and I admire that you can. It's super complicated. My cases are very simple. Were they in the bank or weren't they? Did they import the heroin or didn't they? It's your stuff where it's like a builder did this and then he made this trust and this happened and duh, duh, and all this other cool shit happened. Can I, where did you get the idea for coffee in a case note? Can we start? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jahan, so thanks. If I, like, if I can start with thanks, uh, that's, that's so, so generous. Thank you. Um, and it, look, we'll get to diving in deeply to the compliments. If I can say, to the extent that I've managed to do anything on socials, like I think I got to bow down to the king now. So if there's a if there's a passing of the a passing of the torch or whatever, like you are you're on it, and it's very intimidating and impressive. But I do um, try, to, I try to do my bit. So um, uh, the idea came from um, essentially I was like, look, law firms like case notes on their websites. People like videos. I think I can probably do a reasonably legally rigorous but interpersonally approachable case note video. And from there, I just started messing about. Um, it was sort of like a LinkedIn project that then became a, like a YouTube podcast, Instagram thing that just sort of went around the place. I've been on TikTok 
two and a half years now and you just eclipsed me in follow count Jahan in about <laughs> in a few months and so it's <laughs> it's a long grind as a project but it's good fun and I really appreciate the kind compliment it's they're decisions I enjoy talking about and it means a lot to hear from smart experts who are engaged in the field like you that there's value there so it means a lot to me to hear that I really appreciate it there is enormous value James I think that it might be worthwhile explaining I guess to some of the the people listening that Mm. James and I are both litigators which means we deal with disputes that go to a third party think of like a mediator or a mediator arbitrator or or judge um James is a commercial litigator and he's in a I guess a division of the court called the equity division do you want to talk about that yeah, um, thanks. Um, so my, the way I describe my area of practice is that I argue about companies and businesses and corporate law isn't just big end of town, cocaine off the toilet bowl, um, you know, ritzy suits type oh big Christ. end of town. Yeah, look, often, often it's, you know, it's the company that owns a few butcher shops. It's the company that operates a concreting firm. It's a company that might be a family trustee for for, for a few people. And so sometimes those companies bump into problems. uh, And that's basically my business model (laughs) is that sometimes those companies bump into problems. And so what I try to do online, and if anyone's interested, um, my TikTok page, I try to do it. And I I just, I have to bow down to the king again. I do not do um, communicating about my practice anywhere near as effectively and clearly and brilliantly and entertainingly as you do. That's very kind. And accurate. Um, but um, I sort of try to sketch out facts where, you know, you'll have a family company and mum might die. And so mum's executor might have some problems getting the shares off the misbehaving son. Or um, there might be a board that operates, a, you know, a company of something and the directors don't get along. And so the questions I try to answer are trying to give people access to these weird bits of the law that generally are just for old, rich, white guys. Um, and I'm trying to democratize that a little bit because um, small and medium sized business often don't get access to the sort of knowledge I have in my head. And Jahan, like if I can spin it back to you, I think what you and I would both be proud of is the access to justice element. Absolutely. Um, and I think that there are some really good access to justice resources for things like tenancy disputes. And for things like um, actually arts law, so things like copyright. But I think in your space for practice like crim and admin law, in my space for that sort of small, medium-sized business disputes, there's just nothing. And so what I try to do and what I see you do so effectively is to try to be as generous as we can, as you can, as I can, in trying to get what's out of our heads (laughs) into the public to try to help 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 the people we look to serve. I, I agree with you fully. And for everyone who goes, oh, Jahan's doing this and that, I really, I remember seeing James because you did some work with somebody um, I, I know quite well from law school, Bianca, years ago. I know Bianca Which, really well. Yeah, Bianca Lyman. Yeah. Ah, yeah. No way, so Jahan. I, I know awesome. her really well. And I remember watching your videos on LinkedIn. And what I really liked, because I did very poorly in commercial litigation, you have to have a you have to have the ability to understand it and then communicate it and that's what james does really well and i i agree with you fully i don't the, the doing of these videos one i'll talk about the law anyway and everyone in my life is sick of hearing it 
So having like a channel where I can talk about it and people are not sick of it is really refreshing. Like, I don't know if that happens to you. Like I told my partner, she does, she's like, I don't care, Jahan. Like I hear, I, I understand what you do. I don't want to hear another story. Are you yeah, no, um, yeah, identical. Um, the way it's been summarized for me is like, oh yeah, James, he, um, yeah, look, he sort of argues about words and what words mean. I'm like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty yeah, much yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What does a surgeon do? He cuts stuff up. Yeah. You know? um, and, and, <laughs> so it works well. And, but, and so but I'm Jahan, talking that's... about it. Yeah. And, and I think that there's also a degree of infectiousness about the enthusiasm. So if we talk about why do I follow Jahan on TikTok and, and why do I gobble, you know, be like, yes, 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 yes. It's not merely an information dump right it's not it's not merely i'm being educated i'm learning a lesson it is the infectiousness of the enthusiasm that, that i think you as a communicator in a very direct way exude you know so you're in there being like oh yeah Jahan's talking about fuck this guy who doesn't understand public health orders i'm like great you know i i also don't understand <laughs> public health orders yeah you're you're very so kind you're very i don't i feel the same way and i think that for everyone watching this, I am so happy to educate you about your rights for a couple of reasons. One, if you exercise your rights, you won't lose them. And I always hold in the back of my head um, this fear that because we don't exercise our rights, they, they go away. And I've had a few clients who've come and said, listen, I, you know, I, I've, it's good for business. Obviously, it's good for business in the in, in a kind of roundabout way, in that people yeah. see you online, they think that you know that you know what you're talking about. But it's it's taking this really scary, esoteric thing because uh, you've got to be perfectly honest. James and I are not your average lawyer. The average lawyer is actually quite bad at communicating simply yeah. these abstract concepts. They're very good at entertaining the ideas. They're very good at acting on them but usually my opponents aren't but Jahan, that's another point but 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 but, but I, I agree with where you're going <laughs> yeah but i mean it's it, they, they, they get it but they're not good at yeah. explaining it and that's a real problem because we i, I really want to make it clear that and what james does really well is he shows you that it's not as complicated as they make it out to be but also the the the, the risk to that and that's something i'm seeing is it's not as simple as we make it seem either like yeah. There's, there's, there's a level between, and it's yeah. kind of like, this is like how it's sort like, you know, this is how a picture should look. Painting a picture is different. Is that your experience as well? It is. Although if I can add a brag, and I think you're someone who could empathize with this brag, and I do like dunking on my opponents a little bit more than <laughs> I do. There's a degree that where, where I say, if you can't simply explain a concept, then you haven't really mastered it. So if you need 3,000 words to summarise a case, great. Um, it probably means that, that you haven't really got to the, the crux of what's being discussed. And so, Jahan, when I see you go in on, I think it was Aussie Painter Pride, who I, who I then went and I, I just Poor had to guy. go on that entire exchange. There's a generosity and humility that, that that you and people who communicate like you and i try to be someone like that have in trying to say i know you and you broadly have limited time and a judge has limited time is what's in my mind and so the question is how am i going to most efficiently use that very precious resource of a judge's attention span and so 
what I find is that if I've refined my communication skills where I can get down, if I can get to the heart quickly, then that actually gives me more space to go make another argument or to go, you know, prepare for a reply or to have more space to then press my client's interest. I suspect it's a benefit you would see yourself. Absolutely. I, I think that one of the, the skills that you should, I mean, if you're going to practice as a lawyer, one of the things I think lawyers need to be is articulate. And I think that that's something that um, it's glossed over. And, and I, I, could, I could spend hours talking about the state of legal education and the state of the education system in general. But we, let's not deny that there is something that needs to be said for a level of sophistication in the way that you speak and an ability to express what's going on in your head what's going on in your heart and what's going on in the law effectively. And I'm exactly like you. I'm in, I'm in a local court where there's 65 matters on the list. There's a frazzled magistrate who's got probably enough patience for four cases. And <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not, it's not my time. I mean, I, I, I you know, it's not my time to sing chapter on verse and every single thing. You've got about three minutes to really humanize your client, show the, show the magistrate that you know what you're talking about. And then when they ask you a few questions, answer articulately. And that's kind of the, 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 the value of my jurisdiction is it's quantity. You get good at it because it happens over and over again. Yeah. You're, I mean, are you primarily in the Supremo? You're in the... Yeah, yeah, Supremo. So I've actually, I was thinking about the other day, I've been to about 15, 20 final hearings wow. if that, in like 13 years. So there's a degree where we're all keyed up with nowhere to go. Like I've been to two hearings this year. There'll probably be three. <laughs> And so the, the analogy that I used to have is like the, the very impressive car or whatever that's left in the garage. Like, like, <laughs> so like, like, come on, like, let's like, ooh. And so it means that every appearance or every little motion you run, well, I almost always brief counsel. I brief counsel 95% of the time or more. Um, but every whisper of advocacy you get to do, you're on your feet for an hour or two being like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm doing <laughs> And so there's a, there's a degree where I feel like I often need to explain it. Like, Hey, I'm not the guy standing up with a wig on the old white guy. I'm the old white guy who's <laughs> sitting down, right? Like jotting, jotting, jotting notes and, and flipping through a folder. But if I can agree with you and progress that other point you made so well about being articulate, I agree. And I also say that it's easy to confuse articulate with wordy. Mm. Um, there are all sorts of um, long words you and I could conjure up. And there is a degree where being articulate is trying to do the opposite. It's trying to use the fewest syllables you can to nonetheless communicate your fairly complex idea. And I find that the fact that someone who can sit down and talk to me about cause of action estoppel versus issue estoppel versus anshan estoppel um, and talk about finality of litigation estoppels generally is going to do a better job if they can speak to me in plain language and probably understands it better if they can speak to me in plain language than if they have to devolve into a lot of jargon that is almost deliberately meant to Oh, I said long words. I was about to say obfuscate. Yeah, it's yeah, always meant to blur. <laughs> blur what's going on. No, I, 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 I hear you. And by the way, guys, if you're watching this, please keep throwing in likes and following us. Oh, yeah. you got you got to say it. Call to action, man. It's marketing yeah. 101. 
Well, no, I, like I'm actually really down down to get a lesson. I've got to say, like I mean well, it when I say I'm in the presence of the king. The, the great thing about TikTok is that the reach is phenomenal, and you just keep throwing things at the wall, something stick, and it's that's what I really like about it. Um, okay. And and what what I think is really cool is it's never the piece you think. Like in my mind, that thing with Aussie Painter Pride, I thought that was yeah. the cleverest thing I've ever done. I was all day proud I love this. of myself. Yeah. And, like no one cared. Like it was just for me. Whereas I did like a stupid video about something else and it got so much shit. You, you just yeah. can't guess. So you yeah. find new stuff and it doesn't punish you. Whereas other channels like Instagram and LinkedIn, if you do anything outside of your lane, sorry, that's Jahan does not produce that type of content. So thanks for trying. Bang, we punish you. Whereas TikTok goes, we don't care. Just throw stuff and we'll, we'll let the world decide. It's like, it's funny, right? There's a degree of heartbreak. Like, so um, what, what, what almost everyone here will not be aware of is that this project coffee and a case note evolved from me sitting down, having a coffee and giving a case note or, or summarizing a court decision. And I recently did my like, accidentally longest one ever. That was like 13 minutes of me, like staring down the barrel, coming to grips with like 600 paragraphs of this Victorian superior court decision about this really complex corporate oppression this group of companies as director of some of them and not director of others. And the shareholders are actually companies themselves. So the director of the shareholder, and I'm like, you know, I was like, you know, James, you did it again. And it just, and I published it and no one cared. And it was the funniest thing of like, I'm like, this is the best bit of legal content I've ever made. I've had the exact same thing, man. I wrote a, I wrote a complete summary of the public health orders, what you can and can't do, with with referencing and like things put it up on linkedin 35 people so yeah. like no one cared and it was like the most, I, I, and, and, and james so you know i went in on a saturday i sat down and i really really put my time into it now i've got one where there's a video of someone saying screaming obscenities and i go public health orders are laws and they are for everyone watching you can argue with me until you're sick it is what it is the Public yep. Health Act allows public health orders. It's nothing to do with the Constitution. That video gets 20,000, 30,000 views. And you Magic. just go, yes. like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's You don't get to, I, I mean, I haven't asked this. How did you get into your area of practice? Like, did you go to law school and deliberately oh. want to be a commercial litigator? No, no, the opposite. I was going to be a very cool tech and media lawyer. <laughs> I was going to do like copyright and defamation and stuff. And so... I did my PLT, my practical legal training at the ABC. Um, wow. and, and then I went into practice at a small firm uh, in Newcastle. And then I went into practice into a suburban firm. Then I went back to that original firm. But through it all, um, I just sort of did the work that was put in front of me. And I sort of became a litigator. And I didn't do family and I didn't do crim. And so being a litigator who didn't do family, didn't do crim, uh, was sort of the start and then building and construction I did for a couple of years but it didn't really grab me and so <laughs> in front of the hammer more... <laughs> uh, look Justice Hammerschlag handed down this really pivotal decision in my career called Shanahan and Jatesa and I'm actually summarizing another of his judgments now wow um no I've never run anything before him and I think it's probably man, but a brilliant legal mind um, I... apparently a beautiful Apparently beautiful singing voice as well. <laughs> I um, have wow. <laughs> yeah. He sung at my former secretary's wedding, if that sentence can, if you can make sense of that Jeez. sentence. <laughs> but apparently he's just the loveliest singing voice. But 
yeah, it's it's yeah, it's funny. So so look, the judges I, I come before mostly these days are Justice Black and Justice Williams, Justice Reese, the sort of corp, corporations list supremo judges, and um, yeah, so so commercial litigation I sort of fell into because no one sent me any big defo matters or um, complex copyright advices. And so I just had to do some estate litigation and, you know, <laughs> some equity stuff. It, it, it happens, isn't it? Like you, you yeah. never get to watch it. I, I, I left the, the corporate what was world. Your, yeah, what was your experience? Yeah, well, I left the corporate world. I was, I was actually a banker and I thought I'd be a, a, a regulatory and compliance lawyer. Yeah. And I sort of, I went, um, I worked at this uh, boutique firm that I didn't care for. And I was, the only time I was happy was when I was in court. So we, we did commercial litigation for very wealthy people, you know, nice. like, like weird cases, like, um, is an iconic view better than a uh, amazing view, um, tree diagram, stuff like that's bizarre. Yeah. My clients did the weirdest stuff. And I went to the bar thinking I'd get more of that work. And what I didn't yeah. realize naively is that if you have unlimited money, why would you brief a one year out, no nothing, like barrister? It's nonsense. Maybe, you yeah. wouldn't do that. So I was sitting around and legal aid, God bless them, took a chance on me and started giving me cases. And what wins cases is time. I, that's the only thing that wins yep. cases, time and money. And yep. money usually buys time, which is what wins the case. I mean, yep. if, if, th 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 there's no other way to think about the, the legal system except through that sort of lens. And I, I kind of fell into crime. I started doing a lot of cases and I had a, a kind of a couple of blowout cases, which went really well. And before you know it, you've got to practice. But it, I think it's your practice. You don't choose your practice. Your practice chooses you. 100%. 100%. And so, John, you would have got the question hundreds of times. I've got it a few times of like, hey, I'm in fourth year uni. And I don't know what to specialize in. And it's like, yeah, do not, do not worry, my dude. <laughs> Just keep going. And then we're like, yeah. Go out there and try stuff. I mean, I, I think that there's, for people who are like trying to figure out what they want to do, the, the, the first question is, do you want to be a transactional lawyer or do you want to be a litigator? And the skill sets are so different. Yep. And both, the, there's not one that's better than the other, but you need to kind oh. of know yourself. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we as litigants, obviously, we are better. There's no question that we're better. <laughs> yeah. You don't say that because it's tasteless and cr crass. The joke, the the joke I make is that transactional lawyers are all uh, all happy to brag about being transactional lawyers, but when it gets hard, they call you in anyway, and Absolutely. so it's like, well, you know, you do the easy stuff, and when it gets hard, I come in anyway. So the you know. second that there is a dispute, it jumps from their desk to ours, and it's like, okay, well, hey, here's this problem that is now a problem because I made a choice back when um, deal with it. Yeah. And, and it's so funny that you, you kind of develop this. I, I mean, I, I want to, I really want to take a minute to talk about, I guess, the attributes of a good lawyer. We've talked a lot about yeah. being articulate and being able to speak, but what about resilience? Like, what do you, yeah. like, I, I work a lot. I, I know you work a lot too. What do you do to wind down if anything, or is it, are you in the same boat as me? You love your job and therefore. Um, I think it, it's, it's a mixture for me. So, so, the, res the resilience piece, I think, is really important because for some years, and I think the mindset is really available to you and I of like, fucking, like, no one's going to outwork me. I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to be fucking sending emails at half past midnight. I'm going to haunt your dreams. I'm a monster. <laughs> and so I thought I was that for quite a long time. And it was sort of realizing that I was like, oh, hang on. I'm sacrificing something of myself by... Yeah, my so so just to extend that, my fantasy was to be the guy who, when you saw my name in your email inbox, your stomach dropped because <laughs> you knew 
that I was coming for you and you and you knew that I'd be right and you knew that if I wasn't right I'd still fight you on it anyways and so I thought I'm the biggest bad I'm I'm Batman essentially that's I'm awesome. Batman that's awesome I'll, I'll come find you and fuck you up. And of course, that's not a very healthy mindset if Batman has taught us anything. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm I'm now in a state where I try to be the most effective expert I can and know as much as I can and to be as kind and empathetic as I can with opponents, with judges, with experts, with colleagues, with juniors, with seniors. And what I found is there's a real return on that because we all make fuck-ups um you know you you have and you will i have i will i probably probably made five today and what you find is that if you're surrounded with people who are happy to see you and even opponents who you can pick up the phone to and say oh good day blogsy look let's just work this through it's not only more effective for your clients it's a happier experience in practice and so that's a really long way Jahan, of saying that i'm I try to practice in a fairly kind, empathetic, mindful way. So I take pleasure from that. Um, I'm a, I'm a father of three and I'm, I'm happily married. So, so that, that takes up some time, especially during lockdown. And I have hobbies. Like I co-host a weekly horror movie podcast. No way. Yeah. Dude, tell us about that. That's baller as hell. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's called Spooko. If anyone wants to follow it, it's a very, very unsuccessful TikTok account. If anyone wants to follow Spooko. Please, if you follow Spooko, because that sounds sick. Uh, I'm going no, to type it in here. I'm going to see if that works. S-P-O-O-K-O. If anyone's, if anyone's happy to follow Spooko, I'd be really grateful. I'm following Essentially, <laughs> I'm too scared to watch horror films, right? <laughs> and my, my, my best friend from high school, who's also a creative director and a, you know advertising guy, um, loves horror films. And we're about 105 episodes in. And because and he's trying to convince me to watch one, and I'm I'm too scared. I'm not going to watch one. So what he does is he reads the Wikipedia plot synopsis to sort of just take me through the plots of the um, of the film, so I can get gently spooked out. And his and his goal is that I'll get there. My New Year's resolution was to watch Candyman in the cinemas, right, and try not to freak out. So look, the uh, the pandemic's weighing in on that, but at least <laughs> I haven't seen Hereditary yet. Because um, I feel like I won't be able to sleep uh, if I do. That. I don't understand the need to put yourself in. I mean, I, I, and 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 I'm in this situation. So my my partner loves true crime, and she always yeah. wants to watch true crime podcasts and this. And I'm I'm always like, I don't. Want, that's my life. Like, I don't want to watch a story about a murder because I'm not being paid for it. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna watch a murder, it's because I'm you know someone's paying yeah. me to, to watch. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I don't want to see that. And yeah. I get you. I get you. I don't understand the appeal of being scared while feeling safe. I, my life is scary enough. I have enough anxiety. I've got taxes. Today. <laughs> you know, I the get strongest, it. The strongest argument, right, and, and the only one that appeals to me is this, that goes, it, it's a little bit touchy-feely, Jahan, so forgive me. You know, um, we get one crack at being on Earth uh, before you turn into dirt, is my view, and other people have other views, and they're welcome to those views. And so you are limiting your experience of, you know, that one life if you don't expose yourself to the full range of human emotion, including fucking complete terror. And I just don't accept that argument. But it's about as close it's about as close as anyone's got to uh, convincing me. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not a bad argument, but it has flaws. And I think, you know, for the same reason I don't expose my, uh, my, my, my naked skin to flame, 
Yeah. I don't need to. I don't need to understand. I mean, I don't. I, I get it. I get it. I, I get it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, no, I I hear you, and I think that right. certainly in my line of work, I mm. don't need any more tension in my life. My life yeah. is already. In fact, before TikTok, I was going insane. It gave me this. What TikTok really did for me was it yeah. broke my day up because I was living. I'd wake up at six. I'd be at the office at seven. I'd get home by seven, and every day was the same. But with yep. TikTok, you have like something to comment on. You have like a little conversation with people. And it kind of, I guess, changed the flow. And if we can teach people and educate people, because I'm exactly the same as you. I remember in my first, when I was a very junior instructing solicitor, this real bastard of a counsel basically yeah. said, my goal in any cross-examination is to make that person cry. And I was like, okay, well, let's take this at its highest. Yeah. Good work, champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've broken someone. You, you know, that's not a, and I remember for a while thinking that's what you needed to do. And as I've gotten more and more, you know, as a lawyer, I've realized, you know what, if you, that is just a horrific way to live your life, like it is just an ineffective, firstly, it's ineffective in litigation because you're going to end up with everyone hating you. It's an ineffective way to live your life. And is that really what you want to be known for? And I, like you have deployed a strategy of being as kind and caring as possible. Obviously I protect my client's positions, but if you if you make a mistake and it's I mean one of the stories I recall from my and this is horrific when I was a very junior solicitor yeah for those of you who don't know what happens is you get subpoenas and the, the court stamps them you get them and you get these orders called uplift and photocopy where you take them you photocopy it's very standard for a young junior and what I did was I got the packet I photocopied it I put the photocopies into the bundle and I returned yeah. them. so the, I didn't return the originals I returned the photocopies. Yes. And the other side basically alleged that I was somehow involved in some sort of fraud and they cross-examined me. When you're a tiny little baby. I'm, 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 was... some, I'm, I'm some paralegal getting coffee. And it was just horrific. And I just remember, like, I would never in my wildest dreams think to do that. Like, if, if, some, if some paralegal on the other side messed it up, I'd be like, hey, are you – like?" Can you just assure me it's fine? They'll go, yes, yep. and that'll be the end of it. But I just re remember, and, and other stuff like that, like I, I remember one where um, somebody filed a consenting appearance instead of an appearance. So you guys know yeah. an appearance yeah. is, hey, court, I'm here, and we're going to be, I'm going to have input. And a consenting appearance is, I'm here, but I don't care. Let the other people fight it out. And we filed a consenting appearance instead of an appearance, even though we filed the defense and everything that went with it. Yep. And they were trying to get like summary judgment rather than just letting us fix the form. And yep. it's just petty nonsense yep. that takes up time and just really makes you lose faith in the system. Like people are trying to win off this pedantry gibberish rather than the actual argument. Have you had those situations? I have. And in fact, I've also filed a consenting appearance in place of an appearance. And my <laughs> opponent was like, oh man, I get it. And, and, and it's so funny Without without wanting to talk too much mindsety stuff because it's it's not really where my head's at, um, but there's a degree of scarcity to that, like a degree of thinking. In order for me to win, you have to lose, and so you and I like there's only this limited pie, and so in order for me to get the most amount of pie, I have to stop you getting that, and it's just not accurate. And even if it was accurate, the way to get that pie is not to come fight me for it. It's to be like a more engaged and attractive person for the you know for the marketplace and Jahan it, it, like it almost leads back to the generosity point to you coming on here to say 
look, I'm not necessarily getting clients from this, but this is my way of telling people about some of the things I know and hopefully helping them understand their rights. And I think, and again, it leads back to the early compliment I had for you. That's really transparent. Like you can pick up a fake, like I feel like we are all, you and I and everyone on here is pretty competent with social media. And I think you can pretty much pick up a scammer or a shyster in the contemporary um, contemporary world because they spend it, they publish enough content for you to be like, mm, nah. So your triumph, I say, is the volume, fine, that's that's excellent. And and I'm sort of in the same universe as that, but, but again, you're still dominating me on that. But it's also the integrity to it, right? It's the fact that whenever you're coming in front, whenever you're coming into my face to communicate with me, you're doing your best to communicate as clearly as you can so that I understand. And I think that's what jumps out. And again, coming back to the scarcity point, that is the abundance, sorry to use these stupid words, abundance mindset where you're not saying, oh, if I tell someone else about this legal knowledge, then they'll know it and they won't come and send me some money. If you have that approach, you're probably not going to have a very exciting practice. Whereas my approach is I'll tell you everything I possibly can. I'm not going to sell you knowledge. I'll sell you access. So everything I know is on the internet. I've got tens of hours on YouTube, of everything I know about the Corporations Act. And it's probably better than what I could come up with off the top of my head. Absolutely. And if you want to pay me money, you can pay me for access for me to comment on your matter. But aside from that, I'm happy to come on and tell you everything I know about whatever decisions spring to mind. And I think it's that generosity like, to come back to that scarcity generosity point that informs your your practice. It certainly does does mine. And I feel like that's really transparent. I, I, I 100% agree. And I, I have the same exact sentiment for you. I think that what I really, really like and what I see is this. Uh, firstly, I don't know how other people run their business and I don't care how other people run their business. Yeah. Um, I would rather do business with five people I like than 50 that I don't. That's 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 the, the view that I have. And I would rather sit in my office and do nothing than to take on matters that I don't believe in with clients that cause me grief. Um, maybe a little bit of that happened in the past, but as I sort of, you rise in prominence, you don't need to sort of deal with that. And professional services in general, it's a service industry. It's in the name. People forget that. Like the only thing that's different between the firm that's here and the one down the street is the people, yep. really. Yep. And yep. and uh, the, the, the client doesn't care about the back-end stuff because they yep. just want their problem solved. They want it done in yep. an effective way. You want, they want people to communicate with them. And they want that sort of problem to be resolved. They don't care if you do it by way of notice of motion, by way of deed. They don't care. They want the cheapest, best solution. And they're scared. No one comes to a lawyer because life's great. Yep. Especially litigators, man. No one comes to us because, hey, we're starting this business. Things are going well. It's, it's like, hey, this guy yep. screwed me out of everything. <laughs> Help me. And It's and always a bad day when you have to go see something together. Yep. And, and what yep. I really, what I see with you, and I, I, I try to mimic this as well because I think it's so valuable is I give the value up front. Like there is like, I am not holding back anything. Like if you want to run your own case, I'll tell you how to do it. It is it, hard because in our, our line of work, we're always, always, everything has a disclaimer. If this, then that, then this, then that. Yeah. And, and you know, you, you, you always say, well, you know, this is general advice only. This is my opinion on it. And unless somebody pays you and you do it yourself, they don't get yeah. the protection of your insurance. They don't have something they can stand behind. They, 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 they can do it, but they may not understand why they had to do what yeah. they did to get what they want. And, and I, think it's, I think it really is the right approach because it also 
equips you for engaging in the contemporary marketplace. Like, and, and what I mean by that is, is quite literally, you know, you and I are not just having a nice chat. We're not just publishing some social media content. There's also a potential client for you, a potential client referrer for me, like whatever it is in the people in the room. And I think that we, like I have become accustomed to before I'm going to phone anyone, you know, I'm going to look at their website. I'm going to check if they're on the gram and we're going to see if I can get any sense of who they are. And if you're the sort of person who's like, hey, just fill in my form uh, with your question and then, you know, see if I can send you an email, I'm not going to take the time to fill in that form. 100%. I'm just going to leave a quick comment and say, hey, what about this? And if they get back to me with something useful, great. And if they don't, great too. I've learned something. And I feel like the business model for getting people through the door of a professional services firm, it's in the name, has changed. And that's because the model used to be a rich old white guy at an ornate desk sitting in front of a thousand leather bound books saying, I'll tell you what's in these books if you pay me some money. Now, of course, all everything in all those books is online. And so, you know, it winds back to my approach about access before. I say the business model is not, I'll tell you what's in those books. The business model is like, hey, here's all the books. Let me know if you want some, <laughs> want some help reading them, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> And, and that's the approach I take. No, it's and it's true, and it works. Um, it, it used mm. to be. I mean, even in the decade that I've been in the law, it used mm. to be very much that people would like come, they would retain you, and then you'd build the trust. Then you'd show them what you're doing. Now you've got to show them. You've got to give all the value up front and say, "This is how we do stuff here." And this mm. is, and and I don't know about you, but does have you found doing coffee in a case note, doing stuff like these conversations has kind mm. of, I, I guess pre-qualified clients for you like they know what to yep. expect yep yep it's the best um because before you had a presence in the marketplace and, and Jahan, i i firmly suspect this is this is your experience you would have to start with a sales pitch to go like hey yeah this is me i'm actually pretty good uh, some of the things i've done are this you know here's a capability statement i haven't drafted one of those for a while and that's a great privilege to be like yeah, look, I'm I'm pretty good. I'm pretty nice. Here's all my socials. If you like me, great. If you don't, that's also great. Uh, let me know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> essentially, is as far as it goes. But it also means that that sales pitch time is taken up with strategy. So, like, immediately before this, and I'm very fortunate, I got a phone call from a business broker who's like, hey, just let me patch you into someone else, some other business broker with this really complex, fiddly SMSF structuring problem. When I, where there's a lost trust deed. And I actually know a little bit about that and not all that many people know that much about it. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, I know a fair bit about that. Here's what I do, one, two, three, four. Send out a quick email, link to two videos where I've been like, here's exactly what you do if you've lost the trust deed. Um, and that's all the work I have to do. And that'll be sixty to $80,000 for our firm, which is not like, it's not like I, I'm not saying we're taking over the world, but it's, it's enough to keep the lights on. And it's... Um, a real return on the investment of being generous for years and years. And, and it's exactly what you're saying now in your practice. Uh, it, it happens. Honestly, it's like, for example, when we, when we uh, do a, a plea of guilty um, and I'm telling people how to write an apology letter, I link them to my TED talk. I go, Hey, this Magic. TED talk Magic. teaches you how to do that. And it, what it, right. rather than me having that conversation 650,000 times, 
I've got this digital avatar of myself. They can share the value. And if they okay. if they get that TED talk, okay, now they've got the concept. I, I'm I'm like you. I pay, you pay for access, Jahan. How does this apply to my situation? Okay, I'll help you. But the the knowledge is being given for free. And what I really like is, you know what? The legal system shouldn't be this strange, mystified system. You you you. You need to be able to understand that there's these things called rights. They're inalienable in many cases, and you have to exercise them for, the, for them to exist. And, and, and the top end of town stuff that you do, I mean, I can imagine many, many, I can imagine, well, not even top end of town. That's a bit yeah. exaggeration. The, the middle I, end of town. Middle end. Yes, somewhere in town. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can imagine that for somebody who's like, okay, I own three franchises of like a restaurant, and then but this guy has screwed me out of my shares in the fourth and they see your thing. They go, wow. Okay, cool. I can relate to that. And they, and they come and they, they want to speak to you and business lawyers in particular, this is where you nailed it because criminal lawyers in general, we're characters, whether you like us or not, but you're the first one I've seen that's hyper human and approachable. Because when I think of business lawyer, I really do think of like mahogany desk books, (laughs) <laughs> pull out the Corporations Act, which is the longest piece of legislation, bar the Tax Act, which is seven times nice. longer than that. And and it, it's just this, you go, what the hell am I doing, man? And so having a human face to it, which what you've done um, is awesome. And it's inspired generate. I mean, guys, for anyone watching this, let me be clear. I copied him. He didn't copy me. I copied no. him. I yeah. saw his stuff. I thought it was great. And we kind of come at it from the different angles. But it's all about giving access to everyone. And by the way, if you are not following him, follow him. If you're not following me, follow me. Just follow Yes. Him. Because yes. this is the now, kind of content TikTok should be about. You know, people have well, intelligent funny. conversations. I feel like TikTok can also be about, you know, like everything. Like, I feel like that's one of its great glories of like, you know, you can have grown-up TikTok where you sit down and talk about the state of the legal profession. And then you can have, you know, chef TikTok where you talk about what's your favourite way to braise a, you know, brisket or like it's always, true, eh? that it's sort of like impossibly uh, customizable is not the word but it's like every niche is served like there are also stupid chats about the law which i think you know enough about happening on tiktok I mean, what what, I, what has amazed me and i don't know if it happens in your line of work because at least you have concepts that are really hard to grasp like promissory estoppel that's a really hard concept to wrap your brain around you've done a very good job of, job of explaining it in many of your case notes but in my line of work criminal justice people just assume things based on law and order svu based on uh, my my cousin said this and that and they will argue with you tooth and like forget i have a law degree put that to the side that doesn't mean anything what about the decade of daily legal work where I have gone to every court in this state and argued every single crime. You've never done that. Please, I'm not part of some conspiracy. I'm not a, I mean, I'm not a government plan put here by the, by the shadow attorney general to, like, trick people. And that's what I don't think people get. Like, they think their ignorance is the same as your experience. Have you had that happen in your world? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm fortunate in that it doesn't often happen to me because the areas I get into have a reasonably high barrier. Like you're not going to come to me if you're not already the shareholder in a company mm. or a director of a company. So, or the beneficiary of a reasonably larger state or, or sort of whatever it is like, like you're going to have an element of like, 
yeah, okay, I co-own, uh, you know, this block of developments and we've got a little bit of a fall apart of, of the way we're going to develop it. So I have the great fortune of having a client base that come in reasonably competent. The challenge, though, then for me is that when I'm trying to market using social media and whatever else, I'm probably not really trying to market directly at my potential clients. You're being a <laughs> Yeah, well, like I'm trying to market at their accountants at their financial advisors, at non-exec directors, at other lawyers who are out of specialty. And, and that's actually where I get most of my work from the internet is other lawyers being like, man, I know you're on top of this. I've got to refer someone off to you. And it's that conflict work. And, you know, Johan, it's the same for you of like, well, do you know anyone who knows Krim? And my answer in your absence is no. <laughs> well, but, but, you know, it's just facts. Like, I just don't. <laughs> and so... What I'd probably end up doing is calling like a clerk from some chambers I like to be like, what firms brief your best guys? And that'd be about the extent of it. And so um, it's a valuable and generous thing you do by by sharing these things. And I'm, and I'm pleased to hear there's a return on it for your practice. No, I'm, I'm blessed. And, and, and I think that one thing I want to, I'm sure I can speak for you on this. I don't mm. think people understand how much we as lawyers genuinely genuinely want to serve our clients like it, you 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 know we maybe there are sharks and bastards out there i've dealt with some but yeah. by and large we genuinely want to help our clients and it's yeah. really when when a client comes to you with a problem you can't solve yeah. it's and they go how help me because you're a lawyer and you know more about the law which is true but they'll come yeah. to me with like a maritime law problem now i don't know captain hook i've got no idea <laughs> what, what yeah, exactly. and you sit there and you worry for this person because you know if you give a referral and that person bungles it they're gonna hate you and yep. it's very stressful it's really really stressful what i say about solicitors is we're just we're just secretaries for people with complicated problems that's all that we are yeah. and our job is to sort of put the pieces together and sort of fix the problem that is complex and I, I hear you 100% with that, that if in the absence of knowing someone, it's stressful for me. I got to, exactly right. I got to call Forbes. Hey, who's briefs? What? How, who do I talk to? And you don't know if that person's any good. You don't know if you're, you just, are they their second cousin? So it's, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and that's the glory of, of this, of this, of this project, pro, project, Jahan, of, of being able to see um, the way, you understand what's going on. And and again, look, I'm very happy to sit around patting you on the back and patting me on the back door, back all evening. But I think there's a degree to which it's true for everyone. Like if you're like a natural wine producer, like I'm interested to learn about how you produce natural wine, you know, and then if you're going for the Australian, like Count Bacula's in, in here, like, you know, I don't know if he's going for the Australian deadlift record or something like that, but I'm, I'd be interested to find out. And then other people are doing boring stuff I don't care about, but you know, it's 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 a really sort of democratized way for us to interact, I think, and way for people to scratch their own itches. And it's just really nice for me. I'm certain it's nice for you to feel like you're a part of someone's like media menu um, of what they consume day to day. I love what I never understood, which shocked me, was how if I see something I don't like, I ignore it or I move on. I don't understand the amount of people who engage with content that irks, upsets, or pisses them off. And like, genuinely, people get really into it and upset and emotional. And it, it just, I don't understand it. Hey, eh? like, it's, I, I, yep. I, I think maybe, I think that as a litigator too, you develop this, I, I'm, unless I'm being paid to deal with a problem, I'm not going to deal. 
You know, I, I, I refuse to do deal with your problem for free. It's funny though. There's a degree of empathy you have of like, wow, you're like trying to hurt my feelings. I'm gonna fuck about you. Um, your life can't be amazing. And so it's like, and so look, I'm not about to like. I'll probably leverage your comment to make some content from it potentially, but I'm not really too excited to go in on someone who's like, you know, exactly as you say, it doesn't occur to you or I naturally to be like, fuck this idiot. <laughs> um, but if someone does that to you, there's an element of like, oh, that's not a, that's not a happy life being expressed. That's not an exciting worldview being shared. Um, and so I try to balance the empathy with the leveraging them for gags. Uh, it's the best. <laughs> it's, when, someone, when someone starts a plan war, I mean, like, why? I mean, I, yeah. I am vicious for a living. Yeah. Why would you? I mean, it's like I'm a comedian with a microphone, dude. Don't do this to yourself. It's not going to end I, well. Yeah, John, I don't like, I don't want it with you. Like, I'm a former battle rapper. Um, and I don't want it with you. Like, I'm like, I'm fine. I'm like, yeah, yeah, John, you're all right. You're all right, champ. You just, <laughs> you know, Sorry, what is a battle like... rapper? So like you, you oh, like, like back every... and forth. Uh, yeah. So like every 30th TikTok in mine is, is like me just fucking around with some beat makers on TikTok, which is fun. Um, but yeah, so I used to battle back in the day, That's like, you sick. know, yeah. In like the, yeah, the, like the boom, boom, click the boom, the boom, click, um, <laughs> And I was six and a half out of ten, seven out of ten. That was all right. Dude. But um yeah, it was good fun. And there's that performative element. But yeah, if you want to start a flame war with Jahan, my advice is uh no, don't. Uh, no, look, <laughs> hey, hey, look, I, I and the other thing is I have the benefit of time. That's yep. just it's just it's just insane. It's insanity that you would start this and it's insanity and, and who has the time? I mean, really. Um yep. I think we're coming up on the hour. Guys, yep. please. Do you, have, do you have five more minutes? Yeah, yeah. Everyone follow Jahan. No, like follow. If... Well, follow us both, right? You've yeah. got plenty of followers. They're unlimited. Follow us. Um, yep. And we can keep. Now, I thought we would get a TikTok hat at around 1920. Have you received any merchandise yet? Have you been receiving hats, cats? No. I don't even have subtitles on my fucking thing. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm, I'm here in the dark. TikTok, TikTok don't care about me. Dude. I'm just a little old commode. Oh, it's it's so, it's so tough for me, John. No, I haven't gotten anything yet. I, actually, that's a lie. That's a lie. I received some free cider and a cool shirt. I did get that. And God what? bless him. And I drank his cider on a live and it was delicious. And now I buy his cider. So really, he, he got a custom. So, really. so from, 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 from TikTok? Yes. Somebody on TikTok said, you're cool. I make cider. And he gave well, me. Count, well, Count Bacula sent me a case of Resh's long necks. That, sorry. I thought it was from, from TikTok. The entity TikTok itself. No, 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 no. Count like the like the big man, the world, the world's strongest man in the comments down here. Um, got a lovely case of Rush's pills, and that was bloody satisfying. So that was magnificent. I, and, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I thought this influencer thing by now, you and I'd be getting free. I thought we'd be uh, boats and hose comes to mind. Really, I thought <laughs> they'd be they'd be flying us with supermodels, and there'd be all sorts of stuff because we're mildly entertaining and can tell. Average no, 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 Jahan. That's that's like like, and I'm aware you're having a joke at your own expense. Like we're like we're, you know, like I like I'm definitely in it to feel like I'm in it for the same reason as you. I know you're having a joke at your expense it, 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 to feel like we're making a genuine, you know, genuine warm impact. Whether it's a silly joke from you being mean or me being mean to a troll, or whether it's laughing at my stupid old man freestyles on TikTok or whatever it is, there's a degree where I take huge pleasure 
in the fact that I get a chance to be in other people's days, and that's really special. And um, anyone who wants it with me can fucking come get it as yeah, well. That's that's, the, that's sort of the other <laughs> the other I, element. I mean, you, you strike me as someone who's naturally quite kind, affable, and I'm I'm actually quite conflict averse. I don't. My natural instinct isn't to get into it. Um, have you found that people take your kindness as weakness? Um, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, good. I love that. It's it's a funny thing, right? Um, and I think the kindness as weakness thing is a degree your fault and my fault, like of the as the kind person of like we need to. And again, gosh, we get touchy feely. Like we've yeah, got touchy feely a few times, we're, Johan. It's good. Yeah, in we a should life, this. In a different life, you'd have the mustache, and I'd be telling people about trust deeds. Yeah, let's <laughs> like let's let's do it. Let's do it. Um, but I think there's an element where like my boundaries are spot on these days, and I'll let in whatever I want to let in, and I'll shut out whatever I want to shut out. I love that. I'm pretty. I'm pretty on it. Hey, John, will you have the recording of this? Yeah, yeah. I, I, after this live, it's going yeah. to stay for, uh, I think, a week, and then I will find a way to... We can throw this on YouTube. Can, I reckon this was sick. In fact... Can I, you rip the audio and I'll put it on my podcast? 100%. And if you... Uh, guys, would you guys want another one of these in like a fortnight or so? We're both busy yes, dudes, but I've, I've thoroughly you enjoyed this. Yeah, yeah. Rap battles, merch, dancing. Yeah, man. Like, I, like Jahan, you're a, like you're a compelling dude to talk to. Like, I'm, I'm about it. I'm having a good time. I would love to. I mean, it's it's funny that we have because the Sydney legal fraternity is quite small. I'm surprised we didn't run into each other. But you're now in Canberra, are you? No, I'm I'm in Sydney, but I, I live in the Central Coast. But we're sort of a national firm, so I do spend a little bit of time in Canberra for the clown dunk, dunking on the Canberra partners of national law firms, which is a, which, <laughs> nice. is a which is a hobby I enjoy. It's good fun. Honestly, um, beating someone, beating someone who's being a jerk really feels great. It so actually good. doesn't, I mean, it doesn't feel that good when you beat someone and they've been nice and you walk out and you shake their hand and you go, look, we're, you know, there, but for the grace of God, but yep. when someone's been a real smart ass, and I, I've I've actually found that the more aggressive they are, usually the weaker the case. Yep, yep. Because what they're not doing, and again, gosh, touchy feely, Johan, we're there. Um, the me. more aggressive you are, the more, well, the more, the more scared you are about your position. Um, and if you let the argument speak for itself, you don't have to say it very loudly. Um, but if you're not particularly confident in it, then and you're trying to throw me off, or like you're trying to be over overly confrontational, then the element of like, no, like, why are you doing that? <laughs> That's yeah. just weird. It An unlikely work. Mm. Yeah, no, well, I John, let's, like, I let's just agree now. Let's do it again in a fortnight. Done. In a fortnight, I'm going to put up another one. Guys, yeah. please follow Coffee in a Case Note. The dude makes exceptional content. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed having this discussion. I think it's actually, it's, it's, it's really, really good. Please tell everyone there's some real valuable content on TikTok. LinkedIn. Oh, James, if people want to hear more about you, where's your, where's your, where's your... Oh, um, um, look, I say you should be able to find me anywhere with coffee and a case note. So if you're on your podcast provider, bang, YouTube, bang, um, Twitter, bang, Instagram, bang, LinkedIn, bang, Facebook, bang. I, I should be that. anywhere you chuck in coffee and a case note. I'd be really grateful if you joined the adventure such as it is. Um, cause, uh, look, you, great. if you're part of, if you're part of my following, you join the, join the adventure, learn about, the side of the Much law. That, learn about that side of the law. Learn about those cases. Yep. It's it's incredibly complicated stuff that's been given to us in digestible chunks. It's awesome. Just so you know, James, 
are you doing one for Workpack and Rosso? So sorry, am I... have you have you done a case note for Workpack and Rosso yet? The new High Court decision on employment law. No, I don't. I got to touch High Court. I don't touch employment. Uh, that's, okay. uh, that's like grown up stuff. Humorous and lies. Is that any good? Dude, it's a great case. It's a great case. It talks about casual employment. I, I mean, can I? We've got I'll, two more minutes. What makes you yeah. pick the cases you pick? Is it because they're in your subject oh. area? Yeah, hundred percent. Complete greed and selfishness of like, mm, it'll be good to know this next time I'm going toe to toe with someone in the area. Nice. So I can actually say, you can't name an oppression case I haven't read relevant to my clients that I haven't read in the last five years. I love that. You know, and it's just again, it's it's just, it's the sort of confidence. Like, as I say, I used to have that ma manufactured Batman confidence of like, yeah, what, what, what? And now it's like, well, there isn't one I haven't read That's and there isn't one I haven't understood. And in fact, I've gone and boiled down my understanding in an approachable way on some videos. You can go watch them. And so it's just a matter of fact sort of arrival. It's a nice feeling. Have you ever referred to one of your copy and a case notes in a email to the other side yet? No, but I'm terrified of someone beating me on a point that I've taught them. You know, it's like, ah, I got you on the very thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, that's, that's, uh, I've, 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 uh, I used to do this bail strategy called the Kalanta cartwheel, where we would set up basically all of the spokes of the cartwheel. And a judge said, Mr. Kalanta, your cartwheel won't work here. <laughs> just like, oh, oh. Um, it works. It works. It works. Guys, please. It was James, bottom of my heart, man. You're a legend. Thank you. And when the world reopens, I will actually see you in person. I think yes, you're real yes. friends. Um, yes. Not just manufactured TikTok friends. Guys, follow our stuff. This stuff I'm down for both. This is he's a baller and he's a battle rapper. Bye, guys. I'll give, you the, I'll give you the thing and I'll call you later. Cheers, man. Peace. Bye.